Hello and welcome to the Herbert Webster podcast series looking at the benefits of financial planning. My name is Adam Herbert. I'm the Managing Director of Herbert Webster. We are a chartered firm of financial planners. We are independent and we are directly authorised by the Financial Conduct Authority. Now, as always, we like to say, please remember, this is just a discussion between me and the panel. Please don't accept or take this as advice. And before taking any action, please seek regulated professional advice, maybe from a firm like ourselves. Um, if you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on the web, uh, herbertandwebster.co.uk. Um, main telephone number 01865407755. And yes, I nearly did forget the, uh, the, the um, website address. So today in this episode, we are looking at uh, financial planning for large corporates. As we all know, employees are the backbone of every corporation, and we all know finding and retaining high calibre of staff is challenging, especially in today's market. Here's where additional employee benefits come into play, offering a more generous pension, free personal financial advice, or other benefits such as death in service can really make the difference between retaining or losing an employee. And we all know how much it costs to go through the recruitment process. So to help us today with, uh, with the discussion, we've got two more financial planners from Herbert and Webster, Rob Gray and Kurt McSweeney. So really the first question over to you first, Kurt. Um, what types of clients do you have which fit this category and what do they find most beneficial from the service you've provided? Good question, Ad. Thanks for asking it. Um, I think you know, from, from the client base, I'd say the, the corporates are sort of more than 25 staff members mm -hmm. right up through the, the multinationals with hundreds if not thousands of employees. Yeah. And in terms of the benefits, you know, it, it, one benefit is for the employees themselves to, to know they're getting these additional benefits, not just their, their salary and bonuses. Um, but a larger benefit can be more towards the sort of the behind the scenes, the, mm -hmm. the HR managers, the finance directors, just to know that A, they're offering the best benefits out there, and B, they're getting it at the best cost of the company. Superb. And uh, over to you, Rob. Um, similar clients, I take it, similar benefits. What do you find? Uh, yeah, similar sort of numbers. Uh, yeah. I've probably got slightly smaller um, clients as, as well. With, with maybe you know twenty to fifty yeah. employees is where I tend to look. But it's charities um, as mm. well as companies as well. So um, sort of a, a range really of different organisations that we can work with. Fantastic. And <coughs> obviously, we've got a number of services we can help these corporate and, as you rightly said, charities along. Um, from your experience, what has been the kind of priority um, of these benefits, what they've been looking at, being these companies slash charities? I'd say the, the main reason for sort of being introduced to the companies over the last mm. few years has been to help them with uh, meeting their auto-enrolment obligations. Mm. Um, obviously between 2012-2018, um, the new sort of pension regulations were rolled out, um, so a lot of the companies had to review their existing pension um, schemes to make sure they were uh, sort of fit for purpose going forwards um, and many of the smaller um, corporates didn't have any sort of pension funds in place at all so it was looking at putting the right uh, the right plan in place uh, for their their circumstances and their, their their employees fantastic and were you able to um, were you able to help to show that benefit because a lot of companies felt that it was a bit of a burden to them and for the employees themselves, they suddenly felt that they were going to be a bit poorer each month because suddenly money was going into a pension plan. Yeah, well, quite a number of the um, of the employers that we dealt with actually sort of took up the offer to invite us in 
um, to spend time speaking sort of either one-to-one -to, -one to their employees or providing sort of group presenta presentations, sorry, yeah. um, just to explain what pensions are, how they work, um, and really point out the benefits of being a member of a company pension scheme. Um, many of the employees are young people in their sort of early to mid-twenties um, who had no experience of retirement planning or pensions before and perhaps only ever heard sort of negative comments relating mm. to pensions from you know, um, you know, friends and family. Um, so yeah, it was good to go in and explain you know, the, the real sort of long-term yeah. benefit. Fantastic. And Kurt, I know you've been involved with a number of uh, presentation days out with, with the, these firms. Um, has your experience been similar, I assume? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, um, you know, the general misconception with pensions is that they're bad and they're rubbish mm. and this, that, the other. So to, you know, a lot of the questions that get filled in in the presentations is really, like Rob said, just sort of cracking that nut open and saying, actually, these are good things. If you're paying into it, these are the, the benefits. Yeah. But actually, what most people forget is that the employer will be paying into it as well. So it's yeah. almost a, you know, it's a mini pay rise. Fantastic. So, um, so yeah. And I take it also it, it releases a bit of pressure from, as you say, the people behind the scenes, the HR, the finance director, um, because from my experience, a lot of these members have these questions, they need answers, but in theory, the HR manager isn't in a position to answer these questions. So we found a lot of people that are quite happy to bring us in to just help kind of shoulder the burden of, of these inquiries, really, and to make sure that people are getting the right benefits. Yeah, and, and the right answers as well. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, occasionally you, you might be dealing with a, a workforce that come from different corners of the of the globe, and you know we can go away then and find out um, how different sort of tax rules, etc., yeah. might apply to them. Let them know what they can do with their pension fund should they they you know move back abroad, move home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it allows us to do to do that, and it means that the uh, the HR directors, the finance directors, you know, they don't have to become experts in, in pensions themselves yeah. um, and often you know, can learn as much about it as, as their staff do. Yeah. So it's quite a resource to, to pull into yeah. really. Ah, superb. So Kurt, um, obviously we've covered the pension benefits. Um, are there other benefits which you can help with, the, with these corporate slash charities as well? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, you know a lot of corporates will offer additional benefits such as death in service, as, you know, life cover, critical illness cover, income protection, these sorts of um, covers. And you know one of our one of our roles is to look at the the cost of that cover uh, against the the wider market and just to make sure they are still getting the best cost available to them. Because what we generally find is. You know, if you've stayed with similar to your right, if we stay with our insurers over time, our premiums rarely go down. They always seem to go up. Yeah. So once we start to then look at the market, you know, we can start to find who's offering that cover at a more cost-effective premium. Um, and and you know, for a lot of these large corporations, this could be savings of tens of thousands of pounds. So it's quite significant. Fantastic. And yourself, Rob, um, is there anything else you'd add to what Kurt's just said there with these kind of additional benefits? For instance, the the death in service. Um, it, again, it's similar to, to what we do with the with the pensions. It, it's letting people know um, what they have, and actually, we can be a benefit to the to the employer uh, by going in and actually explaining what a what a valuable benefit is that's been provided. So, 
where you know quite often you know the, the one of the reasons for providing employee benefits is is for staff retention. Yeah. Um, but as with most things, um, people can take it for granted. You know, they don't mm-hmm. really appreciate how valuable it is, um, you know, especially if you have uh, an employer that will sort of pay five six percent pension contributions yeah. plus provide death in service and perhaps medical benefits um everyone thinks it's all just you know yeah, just normal yeah, they don't really true. appreciate how much it would cost to um you know actually provide those benefits for for themselves Fantastic. so actually you know, you know reviewing uh, on that basis as, as well um you know helps ensure people know what they what they have and as all people listening to this, uh, looking at insurance is reviewing, sometimes the eyes roll and you start to think, oh, I can't be bothered to do all this work. It's going to be quite heavy. Um, how do you help in that scenario? I'll come to you, Kurt. Um, you know, what is the legwork involved? You know, um, how can you do such a great job for them? Yeah, I think most of the legwork is taken or shouldered by us. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a conversation that we had with the, the right people within the corporation. And then we go away and do all of the the hard graft, so yeah. to speak. You know, pull together all of the, the quotes and the premiums and the, the cover types and then put it all together in a nice, easy to read report and sit down. Um, so from, you know, from the... The, the busyness aspect mm. for the corporation there's very little it's you know we go away and do all of that so very good no you know, no reason not to call see <laughs> and obviously as from my experience as well being being out in the field doing a corporate day being sat down with the individuals um, going through their pension plans you know there's quite a lot of value in those meetings as well and you know, if the employer is happy to, um, obviously the employer can kind of stretch out and pay towards covering this kind of cost of financial planning. Um, have you found that with employee members, uh, Rob? Um, well, obviously we, we can do things on a, a couple of bases. So quite uh, quite regularly, the employers will um, you know, pay for us to sort of go and visit the premises for a half day or a day mm. where we can spend half an hour um, so with with each sort of member of staff that wants to talk with us and that can be very sort of beneficial because quite often you, you know we can answer quite a lot of questions in in that time um, and provide value to a, a customer who perhaps otherwise wouldn't have approached a financial advisor at all yeah. thinking that it was going to cost them sort of several hundreds of pounds just to have a, a personal visit at home or to come into an office yeah. um, so again they can be very very useful um, and usually the questions you know are not too complicated it's just knowing where to to look for them um, but we also have um, you know instances where perhaps people want to do a more uh, in-depth review yeah um, where perhaps they're you know consolidating you know, pension schemes from previous employers um, and again you know, it's usually more with the you know the, the, the top end um, yeah. staff where perhaps the company then sees the benefit in in paying the full um, cost of financial mm-hmm. advice for them as well so again va- valuable benefits yeah um, huge benefit. yeah fantastic and so Kurt your views um, you know what do you feel is the main benefit for engaging with a firm like Herbert and Webster to help c- cover things like pensions auto enrollments review of pensions review of, of death in service what are the benefits to them um, I suppose the biggest benefit is is that retention of, of key employees. Yeah. You know, if, if on the back of that we can 
incorporate some some large cost savings as well then that's a bonus but the main driving factor is if you've got good staff then look after them and, and they'll stick around and yeah. you know you don't have to the additional cost of recruitment training and possible you know loss of experience so excellent and if uh, you know if a hr director finance director is listening how should they engage with you and how do they get the ball rolling just give us a call give us a call at the office there you go very nice straightforward <laughs> superb well I think that's probably a good place to uh, to end this episode. So, as I always say, thank you very much, Rob, for, uh, for attending. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Adam. Excellent. Well, you've been listening to the Herbert and Webster podcast. Thank you for listening.